Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Everybody to Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We are pleased to be here as always. This is a place where we can connect and embrace the things that are coming to us and encourage you. That's right. It's awesome. And we have a call that came in that we would like to share with you. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> I think so. I think they're saying yes. Let's we don't like keep keeping people waiting. No. Right? Let's, we like let's, to cut to the chase. Yeah, let's cut to the chase. Here you go. Hey, Des and Jean Marie. Um, this is Danielle. I'm calling from Pleasanton, California. Um, I had a question for you. Um, something I really struggle with is whenever there's conflict or, um, say, a fight with my husband or someone, um, I don't think fast on my feet. And I kind of freeze, like, like I'm paralyzed. Um, some people are so quick to like pull something out of a hat and I'm just not, um, why don't you get some advice on that? Thanks a lot. Okay. Some people are quick on their feet. Yes. Right. Danielle, you are right. And it is interesting because there are different reactions to conflict type of situations. And I was listening to... Uh, Marissa Peer one day and she talked about how in matters of conflict or as things come up, you can have four types of responses. You can either fight, flight, freeze, or flow. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. Yes. That's a really interesting way to put that. Yeah, I think that there's, I think that, you know, when when you're talking about freeze, I mean, I think sometimes it's probably good for me to step back for a minute and slow down. Because I would say that my, I wouldn't say it's my, my default, but I'm overcoming Mm. um, fight. When things are out of control, I want to do something. I want to be productive. Um, I want to have control. And I kind of view that as being a type of fight. Hmm. And it's a, it's a defense mechanism. For instance, when things would be out of control, I would like, okay, this is the time to clean the garage because this is something I have control over. I can control that. My kids are like, when are we going to have something happen? Because we really need to clean out the garage. That's what they're <laughs> thinking right now. But I think that, you know, as we do more studying and as I've gotten more mature, flow becomes more easy. And I think it takes a maturity level to be able to do that and practice, mm-hmm. right? You have to be intentional during non-conflict times by doing things like, 
meditation. Yeah. There's a, there's a mindset associated with flow that I think it takes some time to get to, to arrive to, like you said. So if we kind of had to break down the types a little bit, you start with, with fight. So this, like you said, there's, there's a resistance there, right. To respond to a situation where you want to, um, have an immediacy of an answer. You want to solve the issue. You want to do something about it. And I think there's a natural place that people go where they want control. Right. And if you don't or have defensiveness. It, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that that's that's fight, right? Yep. Yeah, coming up being, you know, aggressive, angry. Well, and there's a lot of examples of things that are happening in the world right now, whether it's a pandemic or like the protests going on or a lot of things that come out of broad situations that are surprising. Yeah, the reaction is fight. The, The reaction is fight because you are you might you might be saying to yourself, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for the coronavirus to to come walking down my street. I didn't ask for, (laughs) you know, vandalism to happen in the towns next to me. And so there could be a a sense of showing up to try and do something. And I mean, I guess one blanket statement I would make related to any of these responses is it's not uh, that any of them are wrong. I think it's very natural to at some point maybe react in all of these manners. Um, But I think through experience, getting to a place of flow is probably the the goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have, we have fight, fight. So freeze was Mm. something that I experienced hands on with my late husband. Um, He would get overwhelmed with things and he would literally freeze. Like he would literally just stop and things don't get better when you freeze. They don't go away. We are not ostriches. And, you know, and Sadly, he froze on taking care of a lot of situations and ended up taking all that stress and bringing it into a heart attack. That that manifests mm. in your body in a very harsh way. It is not good for you. And one thing, so Danielle, our caller mentioned that is her reaction is freeze. And maybe one point here that we would caution and this is maybe a gut check if you're if you're listening to us and saying i have that reaction is the difference between freezing to process or freezing to avoid right yes yeah. stepping right? stepping back or just ignoring it and thinking that the problem's going to go away yes so sometimes you just need more time people need to have different processing times um but avoidance is just, oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm do just, you I'm do just you do you need right to there. process? Like, do you like have to step back with with conflict? I think I generally have a tendency to go to as a consultant, which I've done for 15 years. Your job that you you get paid to do is to problem solve. And so my tendency is to think about what are the possible options? 
there's never just one. Right. Because that is that would be too simple. Otherwise people would be able to figure out the stuff on their own. So my tendency is to go, okay, there's the best case scenario. There's a worst case scenario, and then there's some kind of gray, which is often where the cards fall. Right. And so if we can understand at least some of the shades of gray and come to something that works in all directions, then this could happen. This could work. So I, I, because of that, I don't think that I freeze because I'm always compelled to move from where we are to where we need to be. Right. I definitely don't. I don't freeze. I I always look at what's the end result that I want and what's the direction I need to go to get to that. Like a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. You know, when there's no emotion in it, mm-hmm. when there's no emotion in it, if I put emotion in it and typically that's because I haven't gotten enough sleep, I haven't eaten, I haven't worked out, you know, my tank's empty, mm-hmm. I haven't had any time for myself. If if my tank is empty and something comes at me, then I will be more emotional. And I found that I can set myself up for all of the stresses and challenges of just normal life by taking care of myself mm-hmm. and you know having that tank full so that i can show up in the best way and that's intention like it's back to intention it's intentional setting myself up for success to be able to handle those things so that i can flow and i can go okay you know what it is what it is absolutely so there's freeze and then there's flight which is interesting. And it's almost like the next stage of what you could do after you freeze, I guess, right? right? Like you could freeze and then you could just run away. Like, I'm not even dealing with this. You know, problems show up at your door and you're like, nope. Yep. One, two, three, not it. Not doing it. Totally. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think that um, the interesting thing about flight is the danger is when recurring things come up and they're not addressed. So it's mm-hmm. it's you can you can fall into a pattern where you're you're not dealing with something until it manifests into a, a bigger ball of wax to tackle. Right. So if you have and I think that's probably why Marissa Peer as a therapist talks about this, because she could see the the evolution of that for people. Right. So if somebody, um, let's say, has I'm just going to make up something, you know, issues with their childhood that they haven't addressed with their parents or their upbringing or a trauma that happened and there's a trigger Mm -hmm. and they 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 have the flight mentality where they're like, oh, I'm not dealing with that. That happened to me as a kid. I'm not, yep. I'm not even yep. going to go there. And they just do something else. Then I think that's when it festers and that's not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Wes and I are, are listening to a book on our walks. It's called It Takes What It Takes by Russell Wilson and uh, Trevor Moad. And he talks about neutral thinking. 
And I you love know, that. it's very interesting because Wes and I would have this ongoing argument. I would say he would go, well, you know, I got a, you know, I got a new, I got a new listing or I got, you know, I got an offer or something like that. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's awesome. You're going to crush it. And he's like, well, you know, we'll see when they put ink to the paper, then, you know, then it'll go through. And, and I'd be like, why do you have to be so negative? He's like, that's not negative. He's like, I've been doing this for for 20 years, I know what I'm talking about. And to me, it's like, you, you got this, you know, you could do this. But there is a place where flow mm-hmm. or neutral thinking comes in play. And I get that because my um, late husband was actually really positive. He was always like, you know, he didn't want to talk about anything negative, but he also froze. Yeah. And neutral thinking is the solution space. I love neutral thinking. That is a fantastic tool for our caller, Danielle, and for a listener out there who is going, okay, how can I process something logically and rationally, but not be so overly presumptuous Right, like not too pie in the sky, um, but not or too negative, or too negative, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're basically saying it can go either way. Mm -hmm. It can go left, it can go right, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm right here in the middle. And either way, these are things that I can do. If it goes left, all right. I'm always I'm always afraid to say anything negative or anything even neutral like I don't even I mean I I am solution oriented but I always want to be the one that's like you can do it you know (laughs) that's that's like that's my go-to and um, he used an example in the book where he talked about how you know the space shuttle, the Apollo Apollo thirteen. You know they yes. they find themselves in the middle of nowhere without the oxygen. And he said, if you were negative, that's not going to help you. Oh my gosh, you know let's panic and right. and not look for a solution. Being positive could also hurt you as well. He was saying, you know that you know they didn't want to give him any sp- false expectations. They want him to be alert. And yeah, there's going to be some work that needs to be done. It's not like, okay, it's all, it's all good. We got this. We're going to get you home, guys, because you can have a false security in that. So what they did was they just shifted into neutral. Okay, it is what it is. This is the circumstance. Now, what are we going to do? We're going to take, we've got a, a round hole and we've got a square peg and we've got duct tape and we're going to, these are the instructions, follow the instructions and let's just get this done. That's, that's neutral thinking. Right. And, and I think that that is such a, a, a positive flow Mm -hmm. in a direction to go when you are dealing with conflicts or things that you cannot control. Like, you know, right now with everything going on with protesters, it it can be really, really scary. And you can and you can freeze and be paralyzed and have that all, you know, stuck in your body, all those feelings and all those emotions. Or you can just matter of fact, I'm scared. Yep. I'm scared. It's okay. Don't run away from those feelings. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm afraid. 
I'm afraid. Okay, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid that they are going to hurt my kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go into neutral thinking. All right, so what are we going to do about that? What what do we have control right. over and what do we flow from? Right. And what, what kind of conversation productively might you have then with your children on that subject or, you know, whatever... Yeah, it is. yeah. Don't, you know, flight like I'm out of here. I'm not going to address this. This didn't happen. Yep. Or fight and get out there and make things worse. You know, it's, it's going to neutral flow. And when I sat down, Desiree and I were talking about this the other day, I, I remember being a child and being very afraid a, a period of time when I was very afraid. And it was we were having earthquakes. And mm-hmm. it's something you cannot control. You can't control that. You don't know when I live in California, you know, the ground can shake at any time it wants to. And I was 12 years old and the ground was shaking. And this was real scary seeing my parents running for the doorway. And it just made an impression on me. And I had a hard time sleeping for a long time. I had friends that were sleeping underneath their kitchen table. Like there was a lot of fear surrounding that. And... And I, I still to this day, the music that I hear that was popular during that time makes me feel very unsettled. And I and I want to set my kids up for success as best as I can to to talk to them and kind of process this in a flow. And how are you feeling? How does that make you feel? Well, let's talk about that. Is there something you can do about that? You know, it's okay for you to feel that way. And, and just guide them through flow and caller out there. I would say to you, I would encourage you just to get in a practice of flowing through things. And I do think you need to do this. You have to practice it. It is. It is. And you know, there's, there's something to be said for a point that you made, Jean Marie, about your, your tendency to go in a positive direction, like you can do it. There is something very powerful about that. I finished uh, a few days ago listening to the book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And he talks about thoughts are things and you choose which direction those thoughts go. So if you are, for example, there was an earthquake before, there can be an earthquake again. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh you can kind of talk that into existence or, you know, because it's constantly on your mind and it's in every avenue of your life, whether you're thinking about your finances, your romantic life, your children, your health, you know, if you shift your thought into the abundance mentality and this is, these are the things that you want and you speak that, it does make a difference. So I think it's, um, it is a natural place to at least shift your thoughts into things that are productive, that are more in the realm of possibility versus negative outcomes. Right. Which is, which is a flow, right? right. Um, another way that, that I practice flow is through my faith. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a Christian and, you know, God's got, you know, God's got it. You know, I'm, I, I'm reminded that, you know, God's grace falls fresh on me every day. He hangs the moon and the stars and he spins the earth. He's got this and he's got a plan for me and a plan for me to prosper. And, and, and that for me is a meditation and a flow. And, and that's a practice, you know, practicing prayer and practicing, you know, meditation and, and, and practicing redirecting your thoughts Mm -hmm. is something that you have to do so that it's like a fire drill. Like, you know, you have to do it over and over again, because in a panic situation, you, you forget some of the things, but the more you practice it, the more it becomes second nature. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing, second nature. And so a question you might ask yourself now is, what what are those practices for you? So for Jean Marie, she talked about faith. For me, my purposeful pause is the mental break to turn to exercise. It's it's a natural place that I go, and I, I would, I'll do that in a variety of ways, whether that's uh, a dance class, you know, um, or lifting some weights. And it's okay if it's not an hour. If if the time that I have in this moment is 30 minutes, then that's what it'll be. But it's saying, you know what? If I can take care of me, this machine that has to be in tip-top shape to do all the things that it needs to do to be productive and give the best version of myself to the world, I'm going to fill myself up and then I'm, I can reconnect to focus, you know, and sometimes we just don't have very good attention spans, you know, and so it's easy to get consumed, especially when there's a lot of noise out there, which right now there's absolutely noise in every direction. So Mm -hmm. if you want to turn that off, you have to I think a lot of times go inward. And that's the reason why meditation, prayer, exercise, mindfulness is is something that says, I can control me. I can't control other people. I can't control what's going on. But first and foremost, I can control my attitude, my energy, my mindset, and therefore how I show up to the world. And I think that's why those practices al- enable you. They're enablers of flow. Yes, yes. And, and it's, a, it's a real thing. It really is. The thoughts and the words that we use definitely direct us in, in certain directions. Yeah. This is really funny. Oh my gosh, Jimmy, you're going to die. <laughs> so, you know, um, I think a lot of us right now, Uh, If you're working and you're working remotely or you're on Zoom, right? Like if if anybody didn't know about Zoom, you know about Zoom Zoom now, now, right? So you're using Zoom. Buy stock in Zoom. So I I use Zoom all day long, you know, sometimes it's early starting at 5.30 a.m. all the way until the night. And uh, I change my virtual background Every now and then, it kind of depends on the audience of the call, you know, uh, if it's internal, meaning it's my colleagues and, and there's not judgment about, you know, what's all around me, I won't put up a virtual background. And if you guys have seen any of our videos, my I work in our podcast studio and we have a big backdrop 
and it has all these positive words on it. Uh, empowered, grateful, authentic, worthy, determined, etc. And I have a colleague that we're on a serious call talking about a serious matter. He sends me an email <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh boy, he's gonna, it's going to be serious. And he's like, I'm intrigued by your background. And when you have a minute, I would love to know about that. And, and so I explained it. I went to the whole spiel, what it is, all this. And, um, and I go, now I usually use a virtual background and yada, yada. He goes, you should use that all the time. Oh, it's very inspiring. Awesome. So the point is that something as simple as seeing words that are positive and encouraging or inspiring, it's like a subliminal message in a way, right? Yeah. It's like it's around you. You're seeing it. Yeah. So you're like, oh, yes, grateful. Yes. Oh, I yes. can be grateful. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one -one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great-sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production, and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. So your surroundings can definitely help your flow. Yeah. I do believe that. So when, way back when, Jeff and I were in Amway, and they had this generic cereal. Desiree's laughing at me. Um, they had this generic cereal that was called Happy Days. And the cereal was like a Lucky Charms, but instead of like the little cat food shaped ones, you know how there's like the cat food shape what ones. The you heck? know, you know, you yeah, know, yeah. The cereal, the crunchy things are like. Oh, like, I, ju the, I just like took out food, all the marshmallows. Right? So I and then even, the marshmallows are all the fun about, shapes, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, so this one was little tiny marshmallows, like marshmallow shaped, and the crunchy part of the cereal was smiley faces. Oh my gosh, they should have never stopped making it. Literally, you look at that, it makes me happy. It makes me happy. I changed, I, I, um, I have like little emojis after all my special people. And Desiree has, um, when she, whenever I get a text from her, I get a little headset. And it makes me so happy to see the little, the little the headset. Because that, that's it's adorable. Us. With, with Wes, I put a heart. And I went on to his, to his phone and I changed in his contacts. I put a heart after my name. And I asked him yesterday, I said, does that make you feel good when you see a text? He goes, actually, it does. Kimmy is my sweetheart. And so I have little hearts next mm -hmm. to her name. So whenever she, she messages me, I see that immediately. 
I go into a positive state. Do you put, so because you have a delight and other things, do you put like pastries? Yeah, that's, donuts, that's Cece's. Cupcakes? Well, she doesn't have a phone yet because she's still trying to negotiate that, which is not going to happen. Another issue. She's <laughs> nine years old. You take that flow somewhere else, girl. Yeah, girl. She's all, what can I do? She's, <laughs> what can she's, I do to get a phone? What, what What is it that I can do? I said, B12. <laughs> She's flowing on that on that oh, matter. Oh, that woman. She's determined. She's killing me. She's determined. She's but killing me. She that's too funny. That's a riot. But I think but so that's it's amazing how those tiniest little details can make a difference. Yes. Right? Yes, the taking care of yourself, the practicing, you know, the meditation and prayer, the words around you that you read around you yeah. that you see all the time, the music that you the listen music to, is, you know, that helps you. That's to been flow. huge. I had a friend oh. share a song, and I was like, "This is so cool." You know, it's it's such a great way to uh, evoke a more positive spirit during this time because music does that, yes. right? Like. Yes. It's such a it's such a wonderful way to uh, process and 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 also just have fun. And all of a sudden, actually, yesterday, I was like, "This song is awesome." I listened to it probably I don't know five or ten times, maybe twelve. I don't even know. And then I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna find a station with this music." And I just put that on. It changed everything. Oh. It changed everything for that hour uh, when I was feeling super overwhelmed before that, for just from different, you know, different snippets of notifications I was getting on my phone with no good updates. So I just kind of started ignoring that. And my head was a little all over the place. Man, it's amazing. What yeah. music for an hour. Yeah. I was like, man, this is great. Yeah. Love that. Um, last night, I felt the same thing. Lisette and Brielle went into their bedroom and it was really heavy last night. Last night was like, you know, they're bolting down our city. I was afraid because my girls were out taking pictures. I'm calling Wes. I'm like, do I need to be afraid? Do I need to have a gun? Like, you know, I didn't, you know, you, I didn't know, you know, I'm like, all right, it's neutral thinking, but I'm going to like be productive with all of this. Right. And they took a minute and they were upstairs in their room and Lisette was playing a ukulele. Mm. That she taught herself, like she taught herself how to do this, knows how to read music and everything. And she's playing Brown Eyed Girl and like Maroon 5. Like she had all sorts, like girls got skills, paying the bills. Like this girl. Some Maroon 5. And they're in there giggling and laughing. And it lifted up this heaviness that I felt from the morning. I woke up that morning going, mm. ooh, I could feel that tension that was in the air that wasn't even in my home but in in the atmosphere i could just feel the heaviness and i was like all right i need to i need to pray i need to flow i need to put on the music i need to think about good things oh yeah it took me a minute to shake it and it does you know sometimes it does but it's like you said when you condition yourself to know what tools to pull out of your arsenal, that's what can make the difference. Mm -hmm. It can shift your energy. And that's really what this is about. You know, so when we're talking about fight or freeze or flight and flow, it's, it's a matter of energy shift so that you can move in a direction of productivity. Yes. Right? And solution and mm -hmm. abundance and healing. Yeah. You know, and when all else fails... I just think about 
when you, when you feel out of control, when you feel helpless or you feel hopeless, it's okay to acknowledge that. It's natural and normal. Kristen Ulmer would be so mm-hmm. proud of us. Right. Um, but you can choose to move in love and in faith and in compassion and just know and have that belief. You know, that is a big message from Gina Marie and I is that when you believe and you have trust and faith and take action, you can. You, you can have joy. You can. Joy. Money's not going to give it to you. Being five pounds smaller is not going to give you joy. You know, it's it's having faith and believe and take action that will give you that joy. Mm-hmm. And And, you know, I think the last piece that I would say about this is a part of flow. And you'll hear Gina Marie and I talk about this all the time because we believe it to our core is your circle. The circle that you have around you is so vital to your ability to flow in a healthy way because part of that process is being able to pick up the phone, send a text message, send a video message, um, and, and be able to have that sort of productive, engaging, heartfelt, non-judgmental interaction that keeps you centered and grounded when you're feeling off kilter, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Danielle, we hope that we've given you some tools to put in your arsenal so that um, we can help you to flow and all of the listeners out there that are uh, alongside of you there. And um, we hope that you would subscribe. Yes. There's a, there's a little spot. If you haven't already, you can subscribe. Yeah. Rate and review. And that is our that is our one call to action for you. We would love if you could subscribe, rate, and review. It means a lot to us to just know that you you got something out of what we share, and you you learn even if it was one thing, right? It's one right. more thing that you didn't have before that you could pass along or you could try out, and that's that's where our heart is. Yes, yes. Well. One of the great things that helps you to flow is living in gratitude. So now it's time for our gratitude Gratitude attitude. attitude. Desiree, would you like to uh, go first today? You know, this might sound a little silly, but I I am so grateful for it that I I am, I'm loving it every day. So uh, this past weekend, uh, really went a little deeper on the cleaning situation in the home. Now, I have a ritual where I'm always vacuuming, Lysoling, spraying, cleaning everything on Sundays and laundry and, and everything. Now, it's usually all of the quarters that I'm in the most, right? So the office and and um, my bedroom and, and that kind of stuff. And there's, there's some things that kind of, they're there, like the kitchen. As an example, you know, where there's this big, beautiful island and you wouldn't know it because it is buried with... Um, oh, that's an island? Yeah, like, oh, that was an, I thought no. that oh. was a storage <laughs> unit for mail and 
everything else that you could possibly put on top of it besides the things that are supposed to go there actually and so uh just having that feeling of a whole clean house you know like a beautiful clean kitchen language right Mm, and just Mm -hmm. uh, you could see the whole table and boy can it fit a lot of people when when it's clear i mean so i'm just kind of savoring that because it's not always my goal now is to keep it that way so if if one or two things start piling up it's like nope nope that doesn't go there Put it where it goes. Put it where it goes, and and we could do it. I know we can, cause we can. We could do anything. So I'm I'm grateful for Yay! that. It's so it seems so simple, <laughs> but I just love a clean house. What can I say? I am grateful for um, this last weekend. This is this is big for me. Uh, this last weekend, Wes invited. Cece and Brielle, my two littlest, 14 and 9, along with me to spend the night over his house. And just, you know, I stayed in in, um, his bedroom with the girls and he stayed in the spare bedroom. And it was so cute watching him with them. He made Dutch babies. I'd never had Dutch babies before. What's a Dutch baby? He says it's the combination of, it's like if a pancake and a crepe were to have a baby so that it's a big creepy fluffy, it's <laughs> why does it have to be called that can it be dutch called- babies i know isn't that weird i don't know where they get the that's interesting i gotta i gotta learn about it but he grew up on this hmm. it's like a big pancake it's this beautiful like souffle looking thing and um and he was so cute we had to borrow flower from the neighbor from chris my girlfriend Dawn is dating a guy that lives across the street. Adorable. And so, and so I'm like, hey, Dawn, do you got any flowers? So, yeah, it was just it was just so great, you know, just all of us being there. And, and you know, he does a really good job with, like, being intentional. I felt, I know he's really busy. And the plan was, okay, we'll have the girls there. He got them an Xbox for them to have something to do at his house. And, and then, you know, I'll work on some Blissful Fortitude stuff and he'll work on his things. And then that didn't happen. We were playing games and, and uh, having fun together. But um, that, that's a, that's a huge piece for me. He's done a great job. Um, We waited for the kids to ask for that. Um, You know, we didn't force it on them and they came to us and they said it's time and that was such a good protocol and now he's like, I'm starting to love them as much as I love you. Mm. It's really cute to see their relationship. Like Sienna made dinner the other day and she's like, well, if Wes hasn't eaten, I can, you know, he can have dinner with us. We have plenty. And then, and then he didn't have time. So she's like, well, I'll make him some to go. Like all of those little things is like, oh my gosh, this is, this is huge. It's huge. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. When I asked Annalise, in a perfect world, when would you know? When would you be okay with me dating? And she said, in a perfect world, you would be a nun. Never. So, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. We don't ever want this. So, never. so I am grateful for that today. Yeah, and there, there's just something so special about time and allowing that, right? Allowing time because everyone's clock is a little different. And so when you can kind of have... And there's a whole heck of a lot of clocks. I uh, know, a lot Maybe of clocks. Ticking up all the time. and talking. Ugh. But I think that, um, that it's, you know, everyone sort of has their own time measure and it's that patience, right? It's a virtue that we all struggle with. I was just flowing with it. Flowing. 
Just let it happen. It's going to be okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yes, it was great having you. We sure appreciate it. And until next time. May your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks for listening to the The Bliss Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear podcast. podcast.